On this episode, we talk all about the SIA Healthcare Staffing Conference, what we took away from it, and all the information that uh, that they had to share. We'll share with you guys right now. Atlas All Access starts now. Kurt Chase, welcome back. To what the up? Video. What up? So this was your first, and this wasn't my first SIA conference, staffing industry analysts, for those that maybe don't know, right? I mean, big group kind of uh, gives a bunch of information to the staffing community, not just healthcare, but staffing in general. So this was your first experience at SIA. Um, talk about going into it. Like, what did you expect? Like, what, what were your preconceived notions about all of this? Yeah, it was my first time at SIA, although I have met uh, probably a lot of the participants mm -hmm. throughout the year. Um, I think my expect expectations weren't any different than any other conference, really, to be honest with you. Um, I knew that there were going to be a ton of companies there, um, some jockeying for positions, some willing to collaborate on information and ideas, and, and yet some you know, unwilling to be as open. So sure. um, again, it wasn't my first time going to a conference, but I knew this was going to be a big conference. And that's kind of my takeaway too. So this was, I've been to SIA conferences before, but this is my first healthcare only conference. And that was kind of my same, my same takeaway is we were, we were going to see a lot of companies that we know, maybe a lot of new ones that we don't know. Mm -hmm. um, but, one of the things I thought in my head was like, okay, if you're if you're relevant in the industry, if you're a company and you're relevant in the industry, then you attend this because there is so much good information. Right? How you how you maybe interact with other companies or what panels you attend or or whatever is completely up to you, completely up to that company. Right. Right. right? But just being there, attending it, and then understanding, you know, exactly what's happening in the industry and their kind of forecasts for all of us right. is vital, is right. vitally important. Absolutely. And, and I, I knew SIA is, they um, provide just statistics and mm -hmm. trends and, and, you know, ideas of, of being a better company and, 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 and the way that you should go as far as the process and, and, um, you know, things that you should look out for as far as pitfalls. Mm -hmm. So in that sense, I was very much anticipating the opportunity to go and listen to maybe or and or learn something that I didn't know. Mm -hmm. So what did you then get out outside of your preconceived notions going into it? Then when we actually got there and maybe after we've attended all these different things and maybe on our flight back, what what did you reflect on? What did you get most from the conference? I believe it had nothing to do with the information that was disseminated. I'm, I'm, I'm going to take us back a little bit. We had made, I'm talking about Atlas, had mm -hmm. made a conscious effort to share mm -hmm. information, to, um, if you will, uh, improve the industry overall by 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 influence who we could, influencing who we could mm -hmm. in order to do this the right way. 
fast forward to two years, mm-hmm. we are SIA. There was more conversation and collaboration between the companies that I've ever seen in my life. And that was a that that I think was the most resounding thing that I took away from it. That what it seemed like we were a pioneer with the idea of mm-hmm. started to resonate through some of these other companies and they were more than willing to share some of the secrets and mm-hmm. and, and the processes that they have in place to be successful. I think you're, and you're a hundred percent right on. And I, I anticipated seeing this anyway, just from just from kind of how the past two ish, two three ish years have gone for us here at Atlas in general. Uh, what what I was surprised to see was the level of participation. Yes, the level of people reaching out, and it's and it wasn't only us because we made it. We would make a conscious effort to introduce ourselves to whoever that would be they would come to us Correct. or we see them going to somebody else or, you know, that type of thing where that collaboration was happening at a very high level all the time. Right. And I, I think that kind of leads me into our, my next question is you saw it in the panels. So in the different panels themselves, like there's, they have motivational speakers and you know, whatever, which were great. The two, the two guys they had speaking, uh, one was about, one was a, strictly a marketing guy the other was a navy seal was right. on seal team one right. which he was he was fantastic he was unbelievable to watch but outside of that they had panels of us just owners of companies you know vps of companies talking openly about trends in the industry or anything like ownership and right. that type of thing so out of watching this and let's take let's take Steve's panel, for example. So Steve was on a dip, on a panel with uh, MedPro, Medix, and there was one other company I can't. No, I think it was just those two, right? It was us, MedPro, and Medix. Yes. And no. then there was the moderator Correct. and the guy that wrote the book. Correct. Correct. So, out of that panel with Steve, what did, what was your biggest takeaway from that? Um, Steve played to everything I know Steve to be, mm-hmm. and that's being transparent. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, talking to a couple of people after that, after that uh, breakout session, they loved the fact that he was genuine or came across mm-hmm. as genuine, mm-hmm. which we know him to be. That's just who he is. Um, that he was willing to share down to the nth degree, even to the fact that he can't tie his shoes and right. he, he because gained too much weight. Because and he's gained too much that's weight. That's a whole right, different exactly. situation. Yes. But, um, they they really love the transparency in in his willingness to share everything. Mm-hmm. Um, even though I believe people are are now sharing more information and ideas, I still believe we are the pioneers. And because Steve is who he is, mm-hmm. that's what stood out to me because it was on another level in which he was sharing mm-hmm. his information. My takeaway from his his panel was there couldn't be two more different ways to run a company than between us and MedPro. True. And both equally successful. True. I believe MedPro's larger than us, yes. right? I mean, it, they, they've been around a little bit longer than us too. But two drastically different ways to run a company, both very, very successful. And both very appreciative of the other, understanding that even though I might believe, and Steve might believe, and you, and you know everyone else here, that our way is the best way. Right. They believe their way is the best way, and they live it every single day. And to see the passion that she had 
talking about her company and then the passion that Steve had talking about Atlas where it, it was it was just it was this crazy dichotomy of, of two different companies that I, I didn't expect to see but that's what we got out of right. it and I, you're absolutely right I, I again what we do how we do it here is absolutely different I mean, you use the example of MedPro, mm-hmm. but that you could say that about a lot of different companies oh, sure. in, in that sense. Uh-huh. But I, I think that's the difference going back to the sharing of the ideas. Mm-hmm. We're tolerant of each other now, yeah. opposed to trying to just absolutely destroy the oh. next company or, or right. that company because they do it a different way. Absolutely. So I, it was just good to see. It mm-hmm. was good. It was good to see. So my panel turned into a more of a branding discussion. And I don't know if that, I think the questions kind of led itself that way. Mm-hmm. So it was myself, um, Kathy Conkey, who, if, if you, she's been in the industry for 35 years. Right. Like she was at the, at All About Staffing. So anybody that knows All About Staffing knows that, you know, they became Paralon. And then was there even a, was there something before Paralon? Before it was All About Staffing, Paralon Health Trust. I don't know if there was a name in between. Neither. Anyway. I can't remember. She was there all the way back into those, into those days. Right. Um, and then, uh, Meg from stability healthcare out of, uh, Los Angeles. Los Angeles. Great. She was dynamic. Right. I, and we've connected on LinkedIn now. Um, just a fantastic resource for a, a very different company than us too. Right. Uh, and, and then, uh, the co-founder of trusted was on with us as well. So, uh, I, I, I think my biggest takeaway from being on stage there was, again, way different kinds of ways to run a company, but branding and, and in the end will set you apart. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, that's what I took out of it as we all kind of worked through. Kathy was very open about talking about, you know, they do strike work right, where she's at, she's at Fast Staff now. And that's like, that's her thing. And it's, you know, they need 6,000 nurses in, you know, in California for a strike or whatever. She talked to him about one in Michigan where they called up and they needed 800 and then that 800 turned into 1600 and she had to tell him no, because I don't have 1600 Michigan licensed nurses, like vastly different, but at the same time, still very successful. Well, as a consumer in the room of the information that was that was being shared. I focused on you, me, you representing me mm-hmm. up there on the stage. So I kind of focused on you, your message compared to everybody else's message. So uh, I admittedly, I was more focused on you than anybody else. Sure, so, sure. Um, but what I heard was, and I'm going to toot your horn here for a little bit, so don't get stupid later on. Oh, I will. I definitely I, will. Uh, Make sure all these cameras are recording. Ah, shut those off. <laughs> but it was clear that you were light years ahead of these other places and, and people, that you were ahead of your time, if you will, with what you started here with the branding and the experience um, that, you know, I, I don't know if they, they could digest actually what you were saying Mm -hmm. to the level in which you're doing what you're doing. Like when you mentioned, yeah, we have a green room and you know, just, they were like, what? Mm -hmm. Like I'm in the audience Mm -hmm. and I hear what, what do you say? Right. They had no idea. So I remember when this all kicked off and we're like, what are you talking about, Rich? What are you, 
do we need all that? But here, here that was like two at, and a half years. Two and ago. a half years, three years ago. Right. But us doing the work, the hard work, the people out here doing the hard work. Mm-hmm. You got a vehicle to let everybody else see what we're doing, mm-hmm. and that's just as important. If 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 you're producing water over here and nobody knows about it, I mean, how important is it? Mm-hmm. You know, so. It was, I got to give you credit that you had the foresight to understand, well, what we were doing here is special Mm -hmm. and you wanted to, you wanted that to get out to the masses. Mm -hmm. And, and I I don't believe at that point in time that they knew, like I said, to what degree that we are involved Mm -hmm. and committed to this thing. Well, and I think this was a conversation that Steve and I had ahead of time, maybe on the way on the way there was, you know, how much do you share? How much do I share about not that they can't see all of this, right? I mean, they see it every day. Anyway, if they're watching one of the questions I had, one of the first questions that the panel had was from a competitor, a larger competitor saying, I like your stuff. Like I I like watching your stuff or whatever. They could a hundred percent do the exact same thing that we're doing. That, that green wall right there, costs like what's a gallon of paint cost right? right that's just a green gallon of paint there's nothing special about it right. and then you understand how now here's what's special what's special is the people that that are behind the scenes doing it absolutely that's what's special right you can't just hire any two guys or it came up in a, in a different meeting like i think i'm hiring a marketing company to handle some of this for me and in my head i'm thinking do that Right. Because those people don't care. Don't care. They have at all. no idea who you are. Do it, please. Right. Because, but at the same time, then you want to raise your hand and say, you might want to think about that. Right. You might want to think about not doing that because they don't know who you are. And you're going to get generic videos with, with free music and, you know, and, and the, and the picture of the sunset that everybody uses. Well, I, I, you know, you're absolutely right. So you have to get people that's vested in, in the same idea as what you are. Mm-hmm. I, I think what a lot of people don't get is the level of commitment that you had in the first day. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I want to do this. This is what I'm doing. I'm owning it. Let's go. Yep. You know? Mm-hmm. So it's that commitment. We've, we've seen other people try it. Oh, sure. But they don't understand the commitment and the consistency that you put into this thing. Right. No. You know? Mm-hmm. So we are where we are today because you you laid the groundwork two and a half years ago mm-hmm. people are just seeing it now sure so that's that's what i conceptually i don't think most of the people in that audience got mm-hmm. what you were actually saying gotcha so. and quite honestly from a from a competition standpoint because we are still all competitors i'm totally fine with that yeah, me too i'm absolutely fine with that <laughs> i can help all you know that's that's fine it's goodwill and stuff but i can i'm okay with that me too all right so one takeaway, last question, one takeaway from the conference, one thing that you remember that sticks in your head. I'll go first because this is this is near and dear to me. I talk about it every single day here at Atlas. The recruiter is not going away. Mm-hmm. There is no way that this industry moves forward, and it was even echoed in other panels later on, that there's no way the industry moves forward without the recruiter, without the recruiter on the phone, texting, emailing, talking, whatever, right. that that person is not going away. Right. Now, their job description may change. Sure. 
their their hours may change, but the tried and true recruiter model, the one-on-one recruiter and traveler model is here to stay. It's not going anywhere. And that was that was loud and clear through the whole thing for me. Sure. That would be number one for me as well. Um, you know uh, what I do here, and you know I have been a recruiter for X amount of years. Mm-hmm. Um, and when when um, the other style, if you will, mm-hmm. form of doing business came about, you know me, I was like, that that's, that can't last. Mm-hmm. So you know I echo those same sentiments. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I have to pick something else that is um, – that I took away from it is our position in the industry has changed, not just from our standpoint, just, and this is totally coming from me Mm -hmm. and I could be totally wrong, but we used to be in that position where we were always seeking people and trying to get the connection and, and get that next deal, Mm -hmm. if you will, to help our company. We had so many people, so many more people seeking us out and trying to get our information mm-hmm. and trying to figure out what the secret sauce is that, you know, I don't get out as much as some other people in the office, but getting out this time and, and having the concentration of companies and people in one place, that totally was a turnaround from us being the hunter, mm-hmm. so to speak, to being hunted. Exactly. So I that was that was one of the things that I again, you know, it was it that was self satisfaction, personal satisfaction, mm-hmm. um, that we have come a long way in a short time mm-hmm. to to kind of elevate our position within the industry. True. True. Well, and, and I shared that with at least one other company, which will remain nameless because they're larger and, uh, you know, they, they seem to have their feet under them or whatever. And, right. the, and, and they certainly have their feet under them. But their question is how? And I think the easy answer there, it's the same answer to the secret sauce business, right? Right. Just you care. Right. You just care. You right. can't automate the human touch. Right. And the more you try to automate, the further you're going to get from that. Right. And that it, it will slow down your growth. It will slow down your business. It will hurt you in the end. For sure. So I think that was totally, totally agree. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Kurt, it was fun. I want to go next year. I guess next year it's in Houston. I think there was, uh, I think, I'm not sure. Not sure either, but yeah. So next year it's in Houston. I'm sure we'll attend again. Let's do it. Yeah. All right. Let's do it. Thank you so much. Thank you. We'll see you next week.